Good morning, everyone. Today is going to be a topic um, that can stir up some emotion for people, definitely. And it's it's another one that might be a little bit hard to hear, but I think it's really, really important and it's strong on my heart today. Um, today, we're going to be talking about personal accountability and how very important that is. Um, I am I am blessed that I have a lot of group accountability in my life and social accountability, but at the end of the day, it's me with me. So I think it's really important to to have a, a group with a common cause and a common purpose to help you along your journey toward health and fitness, whether that be... Um, a gym that you belong to, that you socially interact with other people, uh, either by taking classes or being in a small group in the in the in the gym. Um, people maybe in your church that you have, and, and I'm not talking about uh, social accountability where you just attend something. I'm talking about a small group of people that will really rally to your side, call you on your BS, and uh, celebrate your victories and successes with. I think it's huge. And I I think by no means should we ever go this alone on this journey toward health and fitness. But that being said, at the end of the day, I am responsible for what goes into my mouth. I am responsible for what comes out of my mouth in regards to my words. I am responsible for my actions. And I'm, I'm responsible for what I get done in that day in regards to physical activity. I'm responsible for the thoughts that I think. Um, and in that, you know, sometimes thoughts, negative thoughts will randomly pop into our heads. And we are, we're just, we're beings that are thinking all of the time. And some of these thoughts are not welcome thoughts, but they come. But we are at the end of the day, And in that moment, responsible whether we entertain those thoughts, whether we soak into those thoughts, whether we uh, meditate on those thoughts, whether we reject or accept those thoughts, those are all part of our personal accountability. Um, And I could talk about this in a more personal way to give you an example of what, what my own life looks like. So I grew up in a household that... Uh, we didn't talk about feelings. We weren't allowed to talk about feelings. Uh, no one in our household asked how your day was or what you were feeling or what you were thinking. Um, my parents just unfortunately did not have those tools. One, one they grew up in an era, um, I will hand that to them, that feelings were not something that were uh, overly talked about. The other part of that, though, is um, they grew up in abusive homes themselves. So things were shut down pretty tight and pretty secretive. You, you were kind of floating there out, out there on your own. And um, food was a way of dealing with every emotion in my household. And um, there wasn't a lot of support around making healthy food choices and sticking with that over the long haul. So I didn't learn those tools growing up, and I didn't learn much about personal accountability growing up. 
Um, the longer that I've been on this journey toward health and fitness and this 170 pound weight loss, the longer that I've been on this, the more I've realized that each and every single day I have a choice that I have to make. And I, I actually have many choices I have to make. So um, I, I eat three meals a day and two snacks a day. It's just how I have come to eat. And sometimes there'll even be an extra snack, like a post-workout snack thrown in there. My goal is to eat every three to four hours something with a little bit of protein and a little bit of carbohydrate um, so that I don't get overly hungry and I don't binge at a meal. Um, so that's just my personal thing that I do. It's, again, a personal choice of mine. And... So I have at least four or five times within the stretch of every single day to make a personal choice about what goes into my mouth. I also have the ability every single day to choose to move my body in a way that's going to bring health, vitality, and my fitness goals to fruition. Every day I have that choice. Every day I have the choice to... Look at those, you know, we've all been dealt a certain deck of cards, so to speak, in life. Our childhood, our baggage, the things that happened to us in life that were beyond our control, um, that, that broke us down. They gave us a lot of baggage and a lot of hurts. Every single day, I have a choice to unpack that baggage all over again and spiral down or to bury that baggage as if it doesn't exist, which is the, the polar opposite, but just as harmful. Or I have the choice to, to look at it, to recognize it, to see that it's there, and to feel whatever feeling might come, accept that feeling, and let go. And say, yep, this happened, this hurts, this might still be happening, and this still hurts. But it's not going to own my health and nutrition journey, and it's not going to own my day. Now, some days, that's just simply easier to do than other days, let's be honest. Uh, there, there's days, you know, that I do wallow in it, and I, I let myself have a, a grand old pity party. But for the most part, nowadays, I only allow myself to stay there for a certain amount of time. And I've heard other wise wise people in my life and mentors in my life that's like, okay, you know, I remember when my son had, um, was being treated for cancer. And I remember a wise person said to him, um, this person's name was Dan and he was a fellow amputee. And he said to him, you know what? You get five minutes to whine and bitch and cry about it. Five minutes out of your day, every day for the rest of your life. Give yourself five minutes. And then suck it up. Push through the suck is what he used to say. Fight through the suck. And um, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Now, for some of us, it's going to take more than five minutes to feel what we need to feel and express what we need to express. And maybe I wouldn't put it as harshly as this, this bodybuilding amputee put it to my son. But the truth is, to some degree, that is wisdom. You can only allow yourself to stay in that place for so long or it will just overtake everything. And it will cause you to make decisions 
that are not healthy for yourself. So I let myself go through whatever it is I need to go through, experience what I need to experience and feel what I need to feel. And then it's time to move on and get the stuff done. Now, I'm somewhat going to throw my husband under the bus. I love you so much, Sean, but, uh, and, and my son. Both of them are getting thrown under the bus today uh, when we're talking about dieting. So I've had some people say to me, yeah, it's easy for you. You know, Sean and Brian are both vegans, just like you are. So it's, you know, it's, it's easier for you than it is for me. I don't live with people that are following a healthy diet. You live with vegans and they're doing the same thing you're doing. So this is easy for you. Or they like working out too. So, you know, at least you've got somebody to work out with. Now I'm going to tell you the truth. I do live with two vegans and I do live with two other athletes. They are not the motivated ones in the household. Okay. Um, As far as eating goes, my son is a junk food vegan. He is not a whole food plant-based vegan. And he has a, a, a shelf in the pantry that is his that is full of what I would consider absolute crap food. Um, and I have to make the decision every day to stay out of his shelf. And to that shelf is needs to be like invisible. There needs to be like an electric shock fence that I can't see on that shelf. And I have to look at it that way. Now I've told you before, I do believe in treat day. And every Friday night, I get a treat with my husband. And it's a shame, uh, no shame, guiltless treat, uh, decadent, wonderful, rich, delicious, delightful, full of calories, full of fat, full of all of those things. And I have it and I enjoy it and I'm done with it. It's portion controlled. And I know that, you know what, guess what? I get one again next Friday. The rest of the week, it's eating clean. It's the way that I have set up my life now and, and is the way that I know works for me. Uh, but That doesn't mean that everybody in my life is doing what I'm doing. My husband is into um, strongman stuff. So not bodybuilding, but strongman stuff. So lifting the heaviest amounts of weight that he can and setting them back down or throwing them back down and picking them up again and setting them back down. He is not overly concerned with the amount of calories that he takes in. He is not tracking his macros or his micros. He's, he's, he's not doing that. Um, he's you know trying to become stronger and fitter and healthier. But for example, this morning, um, I had one breakfast burrito. He had five. Right. Just, you know, take that in for a minute. I had one. He had five. That is what our day looks like every day. So I have to pay attention to the cues in my stomach. Now, only I can do that. Only I'm the one that has a a personal accountability to myself to be able to do that. Now, if I was still hungry, physically hungry after one breakfast burrito, I wouldn't hesitate to have a second one. And there'll be times, you know, if I'm gone and I'm running like, you know, a longer run, like eight miles or over, I might have two when I get back because I'm truly feeling hunger. Um, so it's, it's a matter of personal, personal accountability and listening to what your body is telling you and what it needs. 
but every meal is like that in my household that my husband has triple to quadruple the portion sizes that I have. Now, I was morbidly obese, so there are still times where I will look at his plate and be like, dang, I I just emotionally wish I could have more. And I have to sit with that feeling and be like, okay, I have to think it through. I have to feel it out. I have to constantly remember what my goals are and what my dreams are and what I'm trying to accomplish. He's just trying to be strong and dude loves my cooking. Bottom line, and doesn't feel bad about it. That's just where he's at. He knows he's eating healthy, nutritious food. Um, and he's not afraid to scarf it down. Uh, same thing goes with the exercise. Yeah, I live with two athletes. I definitely do. But every single day, it's me saying, uh, I, you know, I'm, they don't run. I run almost every single day. So I leave the house and I run. They sit on their butts and do whatever they do in the morning before, you know, their jobs and activities start for the day. Um, that is a choice that I make. I'm the only one in the house that does yoga. So I go into my bedroom. I've made myself my own private sanctuary, my own little yoga studio, and I go and do that. I set a monthly challenge for myself every, every month, and this month it's a plank challenge. Nobody in my household is doing this plank challenge but me. Um, yeah, we go to the gym as a family, but usually, not always, usually I'm the one that's like, guess what, guys, time to go to the gym. And they'll go, and they'll bust it out at the gym. But usually it's me initiating that. And if they chose to not go, I know that I'd still go. Now, none of that is, that's not bragging on myself. It's stating the truth that at the, at the end of the day, I have to look at myself and say, what did you choose for yourself today? I can't blame it on not having the support of others. I can't blame it on not having enough time. I know people that work 60, 70 hours a week and still make time to exercise for an hour every day. I know these people personally. I, I know one in particular that um, has a high-stress job and works crazy hours, and he, ru- he runs Ironmans like they're nothing. He just checks them off his list. There's so much training that goes behind that. There's so much time and stuff that you don't see behind the scenes that goes behind that. It's a personal choice of accountability of what that person wants out of their life. And this doesn't just go for health and fitness. This goes for everything in our lives. So at the end of the day, the person that you have to answer to is the one staring you in the mirror. And I say, get all the support that you need. Listen to podcasts, listen to TED Talks, uh, YouTube videos on motivation. Do whatever you need to fill yourself with inspiration. But at the end of the day, you be the one to inspire you. I hope you get something from this podcast. I, I hope you get that little kick in the in the hiney that you might need. But again, the biggest kick in the hiney you need is the kick that you give yourself. Just give it to yourself lovingly. None of us are perfect. We all have off days. We all have times where the yoga is not going to get done. The, the, the challenge is not going to be met. 
Uh, we're going to have injuries and setbacks and illnesses and life challenges and struggles and things happen and life happens. But get back up again. Get back up again. And you do you. Peace and love. Talk to you soon.